Good morning, church. Welcome to your seat at the table. We welcome you uh, today. It's a beautiful Sunday. And you know, at God's table, everyone has a seat. Welcome to our virtual church. We have exciting things. And thank the Lord that you're worshiping with us today. And we hope you enjoyed the worship music. Go with me today. Um, in the book of Matthew 16. And there's some things that I want to talk to you about. It, it, I know it will encourage you, especially in this time that we're living, such an unprecedented time uh, in history. And things are about to hopefully get back to normal. But in the meantime, we uh, want to just give you a word of encouragement. You know, look with me to the book of Matthew chapter 16 and verse 24 and 26. And this is the word of the Lord Jesus. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whosoever loses his life for my sake will find it. And then look with me to the book of Genesis. So we go to Matthew 16. Now we go to Genesis chapter 22. And in verse 2 to 8, and this is the story about Abraham, and many of you know this story about Abraham. The Lord told him to bring his, uh, his beloved son Isaac uh, and sacrifice Isaac. And, and in Genesis 22, verse 2 to 8, it reads like this, And he said, Take now your son, your only son, this is God speaking to Abraham, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. And offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and he saw the place afar off. In verse 5, And Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father, and he said, Here I am my son. Then he said, look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, my son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. And so the two of them went together. I want to talk to you today about to, together is better or better when we are together. So, better together. I want to talk to you on that idea today. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word today. Thank you, God, that your word gives life. Heaven and earth may pass away, but your word is forever. So, Lord, we ask that you would touch our minds, that we may understand our ears, that we may hear today, and our hearts to receive. Let your word become raiment to us. Bless those that are listening Bless those that are watching. Help them. Let His Word bear fruit. Holy Spirit, we ask you to come right now. 
wherever we are, wherever we're watching this, wherever we're worshiping, Lord, you said that you will always be with us. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, here's a story about that's very well known, you know, uh, um, Abraham, God had promised Abraham to give him a son. And Abraham at first uh, said, Lord, how can I have a son? My, I'm old and my wife is advanced in years. You know, he, he called himself old, but he, he was so nice. He said, my wife is advanced in years. And the Lord said, you know, you're going to have a son. And when uh, the uh, Sarah, Abraham's wife heard that the bible says she laughed and so the name uh, isaac means laughter uh to be married and here um his son at this time we know that he was old enough uh, to know he was old enough to bear wood he was old enough he was probably in his uh, uh early teens and the lord had came to him and said something to him uh to abraham he said you know abraham i know that you love this son I know that this is your future. This is your life. Uh, this is everything that you treasure dear in your life. Um, and as many of you know, if you've ever had children, um, that you realize that when you look upon your kids, most parents love their kids so much that they're willing to lay down their life. When I look at my children, I see them as, as my future. I see them and say, God, you have blessed uh, the, the fruit of my marriage. You have blessed uh, my wife and I that, that in them there's a future. And, and I know some friends that have adopted children and they even looked into those children's eyes and know that um, even though it's not from their loins, but these children are their future. It is what we value in life. Uh, most parents, uh, most parents I know, most fathers, they see that their children is just a treasure. The Bible says that blesses the man with children that he he would like have a quiver full of them. They're like arrows in a father's hand. And so here uh, Abraham has gone through and we know Abraham is a man of faith. He's the father of faith and he trusted God. He trusted God enough to leave his country. He trusted God uh, uh, enough to uh, move and, and establish his life somewhere else. And here, finally, the promise of God is coming to his life. And God says, you know what? I want you to take everything that you hold dear, your son, and lay it on the altar. You know, it's often said that um, to follow Christ, even he himself, he said that we must carry our own cross and that we if we deny ourselves, we will be rewarded and you know in a time as we're living with uh, the, the country being isolated everybody you know it seems like life is so isolated and here the Bible says that Abraham and Isaac was going forward together you know brothers and sisters I want to tell you like this you were never meant uh, uh, if you're feeling lonely, you're feeling isolated, you are never meant to be alone. You know, oftentimes when we walk this life of faith, we don't know where we're going. Maybe uh, sometimes we're like, Lord, I'm just following. And sometimes it feels like we're following blindly. You know, uh, and some people would say, you know, if I don't see it, if I can't touch it, how can I believe it? But you know what? Abraham knew something that uh, most people didn't know up to that time. He knew that God is righteous and that God was going to answer him. And no matter what, the Bible says that he knew that God 
had a divine purpose. Brothers and sisters, this, this, uh, in this time, even for us, many of us are feeling lonely. Maybe you're feeling isolated. But I want to tell you that we are better together. I, I, this, uh, if you're feeling lonely, look, look what the Bible says that in verse 6. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac. You know, uh, this story is a story of Jesus that God the Father sacrificed his own son. Uh, this story is a story about Abraham uh, uh, is like the father and Isaac is like Christ, Jesus. And that he, uh, look at the Bible, it says that, and he laid the burnt offering or the wood, right? He took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it. You know what that signifies? It signifies Matthew 16, that there are times in our life that we have to lay that wood upon our life. And that here is Isaac, that God the Father says, here's the wood. It symbolizes the cross. It symbolizes that uh, there are things that we must die to, to follow God. And, and Isaac was following his father. And he said, okay, dad, we're going. I trust you. Uh, right now, maybe you're feeling like, Lord, where's my money? Where, you know, my job? Am I going to have another job? Maybe you're out of work. What's going to come of the future? And yet Isaac is a symbolism of us trusting God, our father. You know, that, that we feel this burden and yet we still choose to follow. Uh, we feel this burden, just like Isaac, his father took the wood, uh, it's like a cross, and he placed it on Isaac. And Isaac, and the Bible says, and he laid it, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. I want to tell you today that you and I are not alone. That together, we're not alone. You know that because you have a church family, you have a church home, uh, that you are not alone. I'm here praying for you. I prayed for many of you every day in the morning. Uh, I pray for you. Uh, I, I ask God to bless your life. Uh, that together you are not meant to be alone. That even though you, we are isolated uh, from physical contact, um, but we are always better together. Uh, don't allow this time to cause you to fret and fear. Sometimes we have to move forward even when we don't know. You know, it's just like Isaac. He trusted his father. He said, Dad, if you said it, I will carry the cross. I will carry the burden of my life and I'm going to move it up and go wherever you want me to go. You see, the Bible says in verse 6, and the two of them went together. Brothers and sisters, you know, even within our church, I don't know what is God doing in our church, but I'm holding on to the hand of God and going with him and going and trusting and advancing forward with him. Just like many of you, I appreciate you standing uh, with our church and moving together because why? We are better together. Although God might call us by ourselves, but you know what? We're never meant to be by ourselves and walk by ourselves. You know what God, the Bible says? It says that he neither leave us nor forsake us. And together we're better. Let, let's look and, uh, in verse 8. And he said, And Abraham said, My son, for God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. You know what? There is nothing like being together. There's nothing like 
being together, united. You know, even in the very book of Genesis, the very beginning, Adam was created perfect. The Bible says he was creating God's image, but yet God said it is not good for man to be alone. You know, right now I, I can sense, I've been praying. I said, God, what are you, what are you trying to tell me? Uh, God is trying to remind all of us that you're never alone. Even though physically you might be your, by yourself, but God is with you. Not only is he with you as a believer in Christ, he is in you, uh, your hope of glory. So right now that don't allow yourself to be isolated because the enemy is trying to isolate you. Just like the enemy tr isolated Eve and spoke to Eve by herself. Brothers and sisters, don't, don't be distant from the church. Don't be distant from your fellowship. Don't be distant from those that's helping you because together we are better. Together we are moving forward. Maybe we don't know where we're going, but one thing we have to know is we have to trust our father. Just like Isaac trusted his father, he knows that, you know what? My dad has a purpose and a plan. Just like we trust our Father in heaven. Just like Jesus trusted his Father when he was being crucified and he carried his cross. That he knew that life will be better after. But I want to challenge you in one thing. is In this time as we carry our cross, one of the things that we need to know is this. is What are the things that we need to nail to the cross? You know, Isaac was carrying the wood. It represents the burnt offering because he's going to be laid on that, that wood. You know, and Jesus himself said in Matthew 16 that you got to pick up your cross and follow him. You know what that means? It means that you and I, the burdens of life, the things that trip us up, the sins, the faults, uh, the bad habits, the things that we uh, uh, do that we shouldn't do. Are we nailing those things to the cross? Because at the cross, is where Jesus shed his blood for all of us. And see, uh, even though we say, you know, it's so heavy, it's so hard. There are times where carrying the cross that it feels like it's so lonely. But even when Jesus was going to be crucified, the Bible says that there was a man named Simeon and he even picked up the cross to carry it for Jesus. You know, that that's just tells me that no matter how hard your life could be, no matter how hard, and maybe you're feeling down, but no matter how hard it is, God is always there to pick you and I up. Isn't that amazing? The story of Isaac and Abraham, that God used Isaac as a symbolic of his own son that he sacrificed. And oftentimes we think that the life that we're giving up, you know, the things that we're carrying this burden maybe you have things that you're carrying that you're not meant to carry god was saying no my yoke is easy and my burden is light and that when we carry the cross he's trying to get us all of the things that's not good in our life to give it back to him and see brothers and sisters even in this time i'm walking together with you i'm walking together and holding on to the hands of god we need you. God needs you. Stay together. Encourage other people. Look at 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 18 through 21. Is, and here's the Apostle Paul says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. You imagine that our symbol as a Christian is the cross. It represents dying to ourself. It represents dying uh, to the wants and desires of this world. It represents 
God, that we, we don't know, but your wisdom is higher. You imagine that the King of Glory came to earth and he could have conquered this earth with, uh, with all of the angels of heaven and the host and all of his power, but no, he was willing to bear the cross so that you and I can experience joy and hope in our life. You know, in verse 19 of uh, 1 Corinthians 1 again, it says, For it is written, I would destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribes? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For since the wisdom of the world, the world through wisdom did not know God. It pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those that believe. You know, oftentimes we wonder, said, God, where is your promise? We wonder, look, God, I'm following you. It's so foolish. Some people say, you know, why are you going to church? You know, why do you give to the church? You know, that's so foolish. Why, why are you doing these things? You know, has anybody ever made you angry and, and, and you want to just you know, hit them or get revenge or do things, you know, a tooth for a tooth, an eye for an eye. But yet uh, uh, God teaches us to forgive those. God teaches us to bless those that despise us. God teaches us to forgive and not hold and don't worry about revenge. Isn't that foolishness? But God says that when you take upon my cross and die to yourself, you have eternal life and there's hope. Brothers and sisters, I promise you, just like in the story of Abraham and Isaac, that as uh, Abraham laid his son upon the, the burnt offering, the wood, and as he's about to slay his son, the angel cried out, said, Abraham, don't do it. And Abraham stopped and the Bible says that there was a ram that was stuck in a thicket and that was the sacrifice that was given that day. You know who was our sacrifice? It was Jesus. You know, Jesus died so that we can feel hope. Jesus died so we don't have to feel lonely, but feel secure. That's why Jesus saying, uh, as my father are one, I desire for you to be one. That you and I can walk together, together, because when we are together, we become better. Because the Bible says that iron sharpens iron. And so as you and I walk through this together, we know, hey, the world is in turmoil, but we are holding on to the hand of God. And we know that God has a plan and a purpose for our life. And just like Abraham, he might not know, but the Bible, you know what the Bible says? That, that he said that even though Abraham, he knew that if he were to slay his son, that the same God that blessed him with his son is the same God that could raise his son from the dead. Now that is supernatural faith. Brothers and sisters, I know some of you, maybe all of you, are so concerned that, Lord, where is, uh, I'm going to have income for my family, all these things. I want to tell you right now, God hasn't forgotten and God will provide for you. God will provide for you. God will come to you with a ram in the bush. You know what? Walk together with God because when you're walking with Him, you become better because together with Him, we all become better. We're walking this faith. We're walking it out. And God's look, all we have to do is trust and hold on and say, God, I might not know all the answers. 
I might not know all of the reasoning you're doing these things, but I choose to trust and pick up my cross and follow you. Maybe your cross today is carrying other people's burdens. Maybe your cross today is uh, dying to your own bad habits. Maybe your cross today is repenting of sin. Maybe your cross today is trying to, uh, uh, to ask for forgiveness or forgive someone else. Maybe your cross today is humbling yourself before God and say, God, I surrender. I want to go with you because together I'll get better. Together it's better. And maybe right now that you need to reconcile with someone, maybe call them up and say, you know, in this time, I just want to let you know I love you, forgive you, don't argue, just love you together, we are better. Maybe this time you, you are not truly committed wherever you are, even in our church. Maybe you just say, you know, I've been feeling this and I don't know what to do, but maybe uh, today, this time, this season, you want to join with us in your spirit with your talent, your, your prayers, your resources, your efforts, and say, you know, Pastor, I want to join you. Together, we are better. You know, one of the great things about living in this world right now is technology makes us feel close. I know I can't touch you, I can't shake your hand, can't give you a hug, can't give you a fist pump, but what I can tell you right now, that through technology, distance has been shortened. The only thing that we can't have is being able to just shake each other's hand and give each other a physical hug. But I want to tell you today that you're not alone because God says, I'm with you. And together with him, we become better. Together with him, we can walk this faith. You're not meant to walk this faith by yourself. That's why Jesus says that when I leave, I would not leave you alone, but I will send you the promise, the comforter, the Holy Spirit. Wherever you are right now, I just want you to take a few minutes or just bow your head and close your eyes and say, you know, Holy Spirit, I know that you're my comforter. I know you're my guide. I know you're my teacher. I am not alone. No matter where I go, I'm not forsaken. You haven't forgotten me. I, you have a plan and a purpose for me. I might not understand it, but I choose to hold on to your hand. Why don't you pray that and just say, Lord, I choose to be together with you. I choose to have you in my life. See, God didn't say, I'm going to just leave you. You know, I've done all of it. I've died and, and now I'm, I've risen and I'm sitting at the right hand of the Father and you're good. No, he did not want us to feel isolated. You know what he did? He sent us the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. And the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, is here to give you help and peace. I know it's hard. And the world is dealing with a lot of things. It's hard right now. But you know what? Together with God, we're better. Together, we are better. You know what? Together, walking this out, you can conquer anything. You know, you look at uh, people that are in the military. They walk together. They fight together. They know that the person to their right and the left the person uh, uh, with them in the trenches, in, in the midst of the battle, they know that if they got their buddies with them, they're better together. I want to just bless you today. I've just been feeling this week that maybe you're feeling down and you're feeling lonely, but God loves you. And just like Abraham and Isaac, I love verse, the end of verse 6 and the end of verse 8. And the two of them went together. 
Are you together with the Lord today? Are you really together with him? Are you saying, God, I'm holding on to your hand. I don't know what's to become, but I know you won't leave me or forsake me. I just want to leave you with that and say that God is with you. God hasn't forgotten you and God loves you. We bless you. I bless you. Have a great week. God watch over you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 